Hey there, this is David back again with another episode of Blood and Fire Radio Podcast. This is episode 66. I am sorry to everybody, I had uh, some crazy technical issues. I had planned on um, doing this episode ahead of schedule, one week after episode 65, and then here it turned into three weeks, because uh, my laptop that I use for recording... um, it's a PC, and then uh, Windows did a, a nice little update, and then it got totally corrupted after the update, and all of my troubleshooting skills became exhausted, and everything I tried seemed to make it worse, so I eventually had to throw in the towel and bring it to uh, my lovely friend JT, who was able to not only get everything sorted out here with this laptop, but uh, I didn't even lose anything. We were able to get everything backed up um, because I was doing a piss-poor job of backing up my stuff onto my external hard drive like I should. But, um, yeah, I was fortunate enough to not lose anything. And now I am back in action. Now, however, I'm dealing with some microphone issues, so I'm having to use a different mic today, so hopefully it sounds decent. But, um, yes... I'm not giving in. I'm going onward, even though fate is telling me to not record this episode. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing it, damn it. So uh, thanks for your patience, everybody. But All right, let's kick things off here. We're going to go to Greece. This band is called War Grinder, and um, my only you know, familiarity with this band was uh, on Facebook. A friend of mine uh, shared something from this new EP that they uh, are about to release. I guess they released like a one single off of it. And he was just like, oh, this is without a doubt the most brutal caveman riffs of the year. <laughs> and uh, But he, he was just boasting about how good it was. And so I gave it a listen, and it is a really damn good tune, and it is brutal and very in-your-face. And um, But yeah, it's a band I've never heard of, but um, I really like this tune, so I wanted to share it. Again, the band is called War Grinder, and uh, they're releasing an EP on June 8th called Ironclad Destroyer. And they have three full lengths prior to this, and then, of course, this EP is about to come out on Helter Skelter Productions, and they went ahead and released the uh, title track. So it's a very nice uh, punch to the face to kickstart this episode. So without further ado, from Greece, this is War Grinder with Ironclad Destroyer.
Alright, that was War Grinder with Ironclad Destroyer. That was expertly done riffing and great drumming, and the production is fantastic. It's, again, a band I've never heard of before, but it definitely makes me want to go back and check out their three full lengths that they have. Um, <clears throat> and again, that EP drops on June 8th, so be on the lookout for that. Okay, we're going to go to the USA here out of California. This band is a favorite of mine as far as this uh, genre goes because it's very much so that like classic heavy metal, um, almost new wave of British heavy metal type vibe. Um, great guitar work. The band is Night Demon out of California. And uh, they have two very impressive full lengths and they're about to release a 7-inch EP. Uh, actually, I think they already did release this now that I think about it, but... Um, I'm not sure if this song is going to appear on the next full length or not, or if this is a standalone type thing, but they've released a couple of tunes uh, for this 7-inch. Um, but the 7-inch is called Empire's Fall, and then it came out on April 3rd. For some reason, I thought it was coming out June 3rd, and I don't know, I got all backwards there. But anyways, yeah, April 3rd on Century Media, and... Um, I will say this tune is pretty good. The other single they released is not so good, but overall both of these songs feel like a bit of a step down from the quality of their first two uh, full lengths, but still enjoyable nonetheless. So uh, here we go off of the Empire's Fall 7-inch EP. This is Night Demon with Empire's Fall.
Alright, that was Night Demon with Empire's Fall. I apologize for this microphone because this thing hums like a son of a bitch. And it's like omnidirectional as well. And uh, so it's picking up just every little creak of the chair or, or any sort of noise in the background. So sorry for that. Um, I'm just making do to get through this episode. And then hopefully I can figure out my microphone issues um, moving forward for the next episode. But all right, we're going to jump to... Uh, sorry, I'm sure you can hear my mouse clicking like crazy. But um, you're just going to have to deal with it for this episode. But we're going to jump to uh, to Norway. Well, I guess technically it was Norway at first, and uh, then they eventually relocated to Finland. Um, I believe this was a one-man project that just kind of had live members as well. Um, the band's called Mirk Grav, and uh, they existed from 2003 to 2016. They're not officially done, but they have said that they're on hold um, just indefinitely, so who knows if they'll come back or not. But um, they... They have their debut album came out in 06 and uh, that one is the most fun to me I don't know like the songs it just kind of had a certain levity to it that I like um, I'm not gonna try to pronounce the uh, the album title you're gonna have to just look that up because uh, normally I will give any sort of Norwegian or Swedish uh, a shot when it comes to pronouncing it because I can get pretty close but this one's a little bit uh, beyond my skill set <laughs> when it comes to those languages so it's a lengthy album title, and I'm not going to try to pronounce that. But uh, but yes, their debut came out in October of 06, and um, it's a shame that they're on hold, because it's, it's a band that I discovered late. Um, I, probably around 2018 was the first time I ever heard this group, and, um, and they were already on hold by then, so I kind of missed the boat on that. But I can always dive into the back catalog, so there's nothing stopping me from doing that. So... From Norway and then later Finland, this is Mirk Grav with Tjernet.
Alright, that was Mirkgra from Norway and later from Finland. Um, okay, we're going to jump back to the USA here out of New York. This is a band called Yellow Eyes, and I think I, if I remember correctly, the first I heard of them was from uh, my singer slash guitar player Justin um, playing some of their stuff for me when I was over at his house. Um, I believe that he and our guitar player at the time, Corey, um, they went to Seattle to the Migration Fest um, the year that they had it there, and I think they saw Panopticon, and, uh, you know, they met some of the guys from Agaloc that happened to be there, and, uh, but yeah, Yellow Eyes was one of the, uh, highlights, I believe he had said, of the, of the fest, and I had never heard of him, so he played some of their stuff for me, and it was really good. Um, so yeah, I, I heard some of the stuff off of that record, I can't remember what it was called, that he, uh, he let me hear, and I liked that. And, uh, and then I just kind of lost lost track of them, but um, I believe they just released something within the past uh, few months. I, however, am going to play something off of their 2017 album, their fourth album, called Immersion Trench Reverie. came out in October of 2017 on uh, Gilead Media, at least that's how I've always pronounced that label. Um, but it's good stuff. It's kind of black metal at its roots, but it's just different. It's, it's your typical you know, way that Americans are playing black metal these days. <laughs> They're putting their own twist on it, so. Um, so yeah, here we go, off of Immersion Trench Reverie. This is Yellow Eyes with Velvet on the Horns.
Alright, and then it just cuts out from there, so that was Yellow Eyes with Velvet on the Horns. I like that tune a lot. Um, that record's really good as well, just as, as a whole. Um, okay, we're going to jump to an international band here. This band is kind of based out of New Zealand and Sweden. Um, they've been getting a lot of press, um, not for any sort of uh, bad reasons, but um, I just have been seeing a lot of about them from various kind of webzines and different uh, you know online publications and such, and people sharing things about them and all that. The band is called Sojourner. And uh, Sojourner is one that I have played in the past from something off their last album. And uh, they just put out a new one on May 8th. It's their third album overall. It's called Premonitions, and that came out on Napalm Records. And, um, yeah, this, I believe, was either the first or second single that they released off of the record. And uh, I think it was uh, the singer for Draconian, who I, I'm, I'm Facebook friends with, um, was sharing... Um, the track because she really enjoyed the track and she's uh, she's friends with the people in the band um, so yeah that's what prompted me to check it out but it's a really good track and uh, I've yet to give the the record a full spin I've only heard the couple of singles that they had released off of it and uh, I, I like them I just haven't gotten around to it yet so I definitely need to do that but uh, of the singles they released this one uh, is my favorite of them so uh, yeah here we go from New Zealand and Sweden, off of the album Premonitions, this is Sojourner with Fatal Frame.
right, that ungodly hum means that I have come back to talk some more. Um, really sorry for the sound quality of this thing. I know it sounds like uh, total shit, but um, I just had been hit with so many delays already, I really didn't want to push this back any farther um, to try to address these these microphone issues. So hopefully you're you're bearing with me through this, and uh, and I'll get back to sounding more professional next time around, because this... This episode sounds pretty bush league, just because of the sound quality of this this thing that I'm using. But um, but yeah. Anyways, um, okay, that was Sojourner with Fatal Frame. That's a really really good tune. Um, we're gonna go to Belgium, and this is one of the few kind of technical slash brutal bands that I still really enjoy. Um, Cryptopsy's one of them. Suffocation I still like as well. Uh, but the band is aborted from Belgium, formed in '98. They have released uh, countless albums and EPs and things, and um, they are releasing this EP, well it is released, I should say, it came out on April 17th called La Grande Masquerade, and uh, their last full length was in 2018, so I think their, their next goal now that this EP has, has been released is they're going to work on a full length uh, probably for maybe to the end of this, this year, early next year. But they've had some more uh, lineup changes that have probably uh, slowed that process down a little bit but the new EP is fantastic they've really been on a roll with the last three or four albums probably four I'd say um, and yeah like retro gore is probably one of my favorites of their entire discography and that can that was just a couple albums ago but um, but yeah this EP is great uh, they've had a change at guitar player and uh, I think this is the first recording kind of uh, with the new guitar lineup and they do a great job I know that Ken the drummer does write a lot of the guitar parts uh, himself so uh, I think that the fact that he's still there on drums probably helps the situation as far as the continuity goes with their sound but but yeah again they've really been on a roll and um, I think that this EP is really promising for uh, for those of us who maybe were a little concerned about if the lineup changes might result in a, a decline in quality with their sound, but um, but yeah, it sounds like they're going to be just fine. So uh, this one was the first single they released off of the EP, and it remains my favorite off of the EP. So here we go. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention that they are on Century Media, and this EP was released on Century Media. So uh, yeah, off of the La Grande Masquerade EP, this is Aborted with Gloom and the Art of Tribulation.
it gets me every time I uh, punch in to start talking again. It just comes in with that, that hum. Drives me nuts. Okay, that was Aborted from Belgium with Gloom and the Art of Tribulation. A damn fine tune from a damn fine band. Um, Alright, we're going to jump to New Zealand here. And this is uh, an album that has made it onto my uh, end of the year best of 2020 list. Uh, most definitely. A uh, band formed in 2002, it is Ulcerate, and uh, I haven't been the biggest fan of all of their releases. They have some good stuff, for sure, but uh, this new one really has blown me away. Uh, just came out on April 24th of this year. It's their sixth album overall. It's called Stare Into Death and Be Still, and that came out on Debimer Morty Productions, who always releases some excellent stuff. But uh, everything about it, from the cover art, the production, and just the songs and the performances themselves, um, are excellent. It's just kind of avant-garde without being too much, and um, just really intense, and it just has this kind of depth to it. Um, and maybe that's the production helping it out as well, but it's just it just has this thickness, this density to it that uh, is, is really powerful. And the songs are uh, usually pretty long, um, but I don't get tired of them at all. Uh, I think they've really knocked it out of the park with this one, so it's it's on my list. So I had to share. I was bursting at the steams to uh, to share this one, and then of course I got hit with all these delays <laughs> with release of the episode. But um, but yeah, it's a fantastic album. If you haven't taken the time to check this one out yet, I highly suggest that you do and listen to the whole thing because uh, there really is not a weak uh, or filler point on the entire album. It's really, really good. So Here we go from New Zealand off of the album Stare Into Death and Be Still. This is Ulcerate with Exhale the Ash.
Alright, that was Ulcerate with Exhale the Ash. Really, really good song. Um, and I recently saw a drum cam video that I think it was Drummers from Hell did uh, with their drummer. And he's really, really freaking good. And he makes it look uh, insanely easy, of course. As they all do. Uh, okay, we're going to go to Germany here. Uh, this is uh, kind of an up-and-coming black metal band whose uh, demos have kind of been floating around. They're called Nimbifer, and that's uh, exactly how it sounds, N-I-M-B-I-F-E-R. They're from Germany, and uh, their first demo kind of got some uh, some recognition from some certain lists that I would see online of, you know, kind of up-and-coming uh, black and death metal bands and their demos. And uh, they just released their second demo in January of this year, and uh, it's getting even more attention, so... Uh, they're not reinventing the wheel, but it is pretty good quality black metal. And uh, they released this independently, of course. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see that they get signed in the future. But, um, yeah, for, for some nice raw black metal, it definitely kind of uh, wets the whistle. So, yes, because I've been seeing them on more than a few lists of up-and-coming bands and and you know, best demos with the, of the last three years and blah blah blah, stuff like that. It only feels right to uh, to share. So here we go from Germany. This is Nimbifer with Der Herscher.
right, that was Nimbifer from Germany off of their second demo with the song Der Herscher. Um, I always feel a little bit like a Swedish chef whenever I say the name of that song because it sounds very Der Herscher. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, alright, moving on. We're going to go to the USA here out of Rhode Island. Um, I found this band purely out of curiosity uh, because I wanted to know what the hell Dave Suzuki was doing these days. And for those of you who might not remember, Dave Suzuki was a member of Vital Remains during their kind of um, peak years, I guess. Um, and doing lead guitar and drums and backing vocals uh, for like the Dechristianize album and the, uh, what, what the hell was the one that came after that? Icons of Evil, I think, was the one that came after. He's an amazing guitar player and drummer, for that matter. But um, but yeah, he even joined Deicide on lead guitar for a stretch there, and then he left Vital Remains, and then he left Deicide, and then I never heard from him again. <laughs> so uh, just kind of random thought one night, I was like, you know what? Whatever happened to Dave Suzuki? Did he just quit music or what? And uh, turns out, no, he has not quit music. He went ahead and started his own band, and it's kind of a, it's described as like a black slash doom slash sludge band, and I think that's a pretty apt um, description. I think it, it's much more heavily doom and sludge than it is any sort of black metal, but um, it's kind of a shame. It's not bad doom metal, but um, the flashes of brilliance on guitar from him are few and far between. It's very straightforward on guitar and then every now and again there'll be a break for a solo and then he just dazzles, you know, with his uh, skills when he does the solos, but uh, he actually does vocals in this band as well. It is a full band, it's not just a one-man project, but he does do uh, uh, guitars and vocals, I believe. I don't think he drums on the record, but uh, the band is called Churchburn. Which is a bit of a silly name, but I mean, it's hard to come up with an original name these days. But uh, they have two full-length albums so far. Their most recent one uh, came out in July of 2018. It was called None Shall Live, The Hymns of Misery. And that came out on Armageddon Shop. And, um, but yeah, of the two albums, uh, I will say that the second album is better than the first. The songs are long and they're slow. Um... And they are sludgy, so they kind of trudge along. Not the most melodic of things, but um, but yeah, it's uh, for those who are kind of into that noisy kind of. I don't, I don't, even, I don't really know how to describe it, but it's uh, heavily distorted, kind of noise-based, slow, heavy, crushing doom metal. Um, that's exactly what this is. So hopefully you'll dig it. So yeah, for those of you, if you're like me, you were wondering what the hell Dave Suzuki's been up to. Here's your answer. So, from Rhode Island, this is Church Burn with Authorized to Cleanse.
Alright. That was Churchburn from Rhode Island with Authorized to Cleanse. We're going to jump to Gothenburg, Sweden now. This is a band that I uh, have really come to enjoy. Uh, their last record I liked a lot. They're coming out with a new one on June 19th called Rex. The band is called Vampire. And... Um, Really great guitar work in this band, and they kind of, uh, the reason I discovered them was I was looking for bands that were considered to be similar to Tribulation. And even though I don't find them to sound anything like Tribulation, <laughs> I guess just the simple fact that there's a lot of melodic uh, guitar work is what uh, puts them in that same kind of category, I guess. But, um, but yeah, they've released uh, a single off of this album. It's coming out on Century Media. Again, it's coming out June 19th. It's their third one overall, and this will be their first full length since 2017. Uh, but they released a single, and I really like it, and I'm definitely keeping my eyes open for this full length uh, when it comes out here in the next few weeks. Um, but yeah, if you are a fan of Tribulation, uh, primarily because of the guitar work, then you can certainly appreciate this band as well. So... Here we go from Gothenburg, Sweden, off of the album Rex. This is Vampire with Melek Taus.
Alright, that was Vampire from Gothenburg, Sweden with Melek Taus. Um, there's some real, like, Merciful Fate, kind of King Diamond riffing in their sound, and I love it. I think they do a great job with their guitar work. Um, Alright, we're going to stay in Sweden here. This is a, a band that formed in 94. It's hard to believe that they've been around for that long. Um, they kind of fall in that Doom-slash-Gothic kind of realm, and uh, I'm not big into that genre, um, but this band I've always uh, really enjoyed. I kind of owe my friend uh, Chris for introducing me to this band many, many years ago. The band is Draconian, and uh, they had a singer change, female singer change, because they still have the same uh, male singer who does the growls and all that. But they always had a female singer that sings pretty. And, uh, yeah, after many years, the singer that they had left the band, and they, uh, they hired a new singer from South Africa, and she moved up to Sweden uh, to be a part of the band, and she still lives there now. Um, but they released their first album with her uh, back in 2015 called Sovereign, and that was an excellent record. Um, even with kind of the gothy, you know, uh, elements to it and the gothic look and everything that they have, I, th I just thought it was a great um, kind of melodic doom album. And uh, the new singer, her voice sound, sounded really good, uh, but the songs were really good. Um, so it's taken them quite some time to follow up that album. They've really been spacing out their albums a lot um, in recent years. So again, that last album came out in 2015, so this uh, this next one is their seventh overall. It's coming out on uh, October 30th of this year. It's called Under a Godless Veil, and it's coming out on Napalm Records, and they just released uh, their first single off of it. They released the cover art and the single on the same day, so uh, they released this single, and it's good, but I must say that after uh, after repeated listens, while it's still good, it doesn't sound as good to me as any of the stuff off of the uh, last album, so I'm hoping that uh, there are some stronger tracks on this new one, because um, I was left a little bit disappointed by this one, but uh, overall they still sound great. So, um, yeah, even if you're not a fan of the gothy stuff, I think that they kind of um, are still firmly enough rooted in doom metal to where uh, you can still enjoy it. So. Here we go, off of the album Under a Godless Veil, this is Draconian with Lustrous Heart.
There we go. Back with the buzz. <laughs> David swoops in to ruin the sound quality. Uh, Alright, that was Lustrous Heart by Draconian. Uh, we're going to jump to France here with this next one. It's a band that I really don't know a lot about, but um, I just kind of saw a few people really talking highly about this new release of theirs. And uh, so I decided to check it out for myself and thought it was pretty damn good. The band is called Cenotaph, and uh, that's Cenotaph with an E at the end and a little accent because they're French and whatnot. Um, but they released their debut album called Monte Verita uh, on March 10th of this year. Prior to that, they just had uh, a demo and a couple of EPs. So this is the first full length. Came out again uh, in March of this year on Nuclear War Now, and um, it's pretty straightforward black metal, but um, it just, I don't know, the French have a way of, of doing things uh, in, in terms of their black metal that uh, just sets them apart from the others, and this doesn't follow suit, uh, you know, with, with a band uh, like, I don't know, like Blue Douse Nord or anything like that, like it doesn't really follow suit with uh, some of the more avant-garde contemporaries. Um, but it's it's more straightforward than that, but it's definitely doesn't sound like Norwegian or Swedish or even Finnish uh, black metal at all. Uh, I say the French and the the Belgians are kind of doing their own style, and um, it's it's very good. It sets them apart for sure. But um, yeah, I'm still not super familiar with this album. I've I've given it a listen. Um, and I enjoyed it enough to want to share a song off of it, but it's not one that I've gone back to for repeated listens, but uh, maybe I should. But uh, yeah, off of the album Monte Verita, this is Cenotaph with uh, some French stuff. So I cannot pronounce the song, <laughs> so you'll see the song title in the notes uh, for the episode, so you can pronounce it however the hell you want to. But. I will butcher it because French uh, I do not understand at all. So here you go from France. This is Cenotaph.
Alright, that was Cenotaph from France. Um, yeah, I mean, the, their sound doesn't deviate drastically from, from that throughout the album. Um, so if you liked that song, you would probably like the rest of the album as well. Uh, I need to go back and listen to it uh, again. I do enjoy that track quite a bit, but I do need to dive back in and, and give that album a full listen again. Uh, but okay, we've reached that time where I am going to announce the final song of the episode. I want to once again thank everybody for listening. Thank you so much for your patience through all my technical difficulties lately. And uh, sorry for having this terrible microphone today. Um, I really want to sort out my issues with that before the next episode because this sounds pretty rough. Um... But yeah, if you want to tell people how they can listen, they can listen online at bloodandfireradio.podbean.com. They can listen on the free Podbean app, which I highly recommend. Uh, Or all of the uh, the catalog of old episodes and new episodes are all on Spotify, so you can find it and follow it there. Uh, Any sort of questions or feedback or requests or anything like that, um, you can email me at bloodandfireradio at gmail.com. And, of course, please find and like the Facebook page because any updates regarding uh, future episodes or technical difficulties or questions for, uh, for you guys, the audience, you know, it's all going to be posted there. Um, so, yes, can't thank you guys enough for, for bearing with me through all of this. But um, we're going to finish strong here. This is a band that I love out of Birmingham in the U.K., fortunate enough to have seen them live out in the forest in California, and it was amazing. The band is Esoteric, and uh, they had not released an album since 2011, and then uh, late last year they announced uh, a new album, finally. Uh, came out in November of last year. It's their seventh album overall. It's called A Pyrrhic Existence, and it came out on Season of Mist. And um, it's, it's tough, you know, with a band like that, where you wait a long time, between albums, uh, people are so anxious for for a new one, they really want a new one, and when you finally come out with one after seven years, or eight years, or however long it was, uh, eight years, then expectations are usually high, they really expect a, a masterpiece, and this album is very good, and there's some really amazing moments on it, but uh, it just falls short, I think, of their, of their at least two albums that they had prior to this. Um, but they, I mean, they've put out some really, really good stuff, and uh, so this is certainly not bad by any stretch of the imagination. But, um, but yeah, it just kind of falls short of uh, of expectations a little bit, I think. But, um, but yes, of all the tunes on this album, this one is uh, is a standout for me as far as having some of the coolest moments on there. So, you know, I like to finish with a good, uh, heavy, long song. So, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that today and uh, I've got all of my songs ready and picked out for the next two episodes because during all this downtime with the technical difficulties I decided to keep myself busy with you know picking songs and bands and stuff for future episodes so I'm hoping if I can get my microphone issues sorted out uh, that I can pump out uh, the next episode fairly quickly so uh, fingers crossed on that so thanks again everybody and uh, stay safe out there I know we're still dealing with all this virus crap even though things are slowly opening back up. Uh, Let's not jump the gun here. All right, everybody. um, Be good, and I'll see you in two weeks. From the UK, this is Esoteric with Consuming Lies. Cheers. Cheers.